Hey everybody, what's going on? This is Chuck from the Chuck and Brad podcast, and uh, you are about to listen to Chuck and Brad's North Pole podcast party, 2019, our Christmas special for the podcast that we recorded live in Warren, Rhode Island at the Galactic Theater. Let me give you a quick little explanation of this audio you're about to hear. Um, so we did record it with uh, with our Zoom H6. Um, unfortunately, when we were trying to set up the show, we had a really, really, really short window of time with the owner, Dave, who runs the audio, who was very nice to us at the Galactic Theater. And unfortunately, we had to use their mixing board into the Zoom, into like one track in. And uh, I don't know what happened, um, but the track is unusable. Our buddy Craig DePina from the Needless to Say podcast was there and he was mixing the whole time and I'm sure he couldn't hear it, but for some reason when any pod, when every mic got even the slightest bit loud, it would just buzz like crazy. It's unlistenable um, and I feel really bad for making Craig mix it when the signal was not going to be usable um, and I appreciate his help. Uh, but we also had the event filmed and I think that the audio from one camera is usable and so if you guys can deal with a little bit of a drop in quality this week, that's what we got here is the audio from the camera. And I'm doing my best to, to sweeten it up and make it sound listenable because it was such a fun night. I appreciate Ray Harrington, Brian Bowden, Liz Monis, and my buddy Brad so much for doing this live show with me. It's an experimental, you know, live Christmas games podcast episode. Um, and uh, it was our first that we did. It's like an experiment. And I'm really happy with what happened. We had a great turnout. Everyone was very warm and polite and considerate. You know, we were a little nervous. We didn't know if this place would be a little bit uh, talky where people wouldn't stop talking, but they were great. Um, I got to thank RI Food Fights up front for sponsoring this event. RI Food Fights is a great food-based organization in Rhode Island dedicated to bring you the best food in the state. It's December 23rd. If you haven't gotten someone a Christmas gift, go to RIFoodFights.com. Get them one of the RI Food Fights throwdown passes. They're the best they give you like a month long, you know, journey around the state to try the best pizza, the best oysters, the best tacos, the best cheeseburgers. It's a great Christmas gift. I've given these gifts to tons of people legitimately before we ever work with them. And we thank RI Food Fights for being the sponsor of the show. It's RIFoodFights.com or on Instagram. Follow at RIFoodFights. So, uh, just looking at the time. So if you want to listen right to the, uh, the, the the live episode, go to minute 17, and that'll bring you right to the beginning of the episode. It's a great episode. I appreciate all the comics, and it was very fun. But if you want to listen a little bit more, I'm going to tell you guys a story of the past two weeks of my life and editing the Tell em Steve Dave Christmas special and getting this show ready and kind of the funny stuff that I've been dealing with today, December 22nd, with the recording of the Chuck and Brad North Pole podcast party and, and what I've dealt with after the live show tonight. It's pretty funny. It's a little interesting window into my life. But if not, uh, Merry Christmas, guys. Check out Chuck and Brad's North Pole podcast party at like minute 17. Um, and please enjoy it. All right. So this is going to be a little bit of an insight into uh, my creative world. Um, and uh, like I said, if you want to skip to the Christmas pod, the games, just do it. This is a little side thing um just because i'm dealing with it it is like 3:45. no no 3 15 a.m on monday december 23rd 2019 um and if you're a, you know if you're a fan of the podcast you know that i work for the podcast tell them steve dave in new jersey uh made up of walter bryan from comic book men and uh, quinn brian quinn from impractical jokers and i've been working for them since 2016 uh, and so I, I, right now 
I travel up there. I drive up there. I stay over in a hotel and I'll film with them for a few days, do some video stuff, and then I'll come home and I'll edit that stuff. And um, it's been consistent for a long time. They started their Patreon in July of 2018. And uh, we've just been consistently doing videos. Um, and they're long ones. They're like between, you know, I'd say between the minimum, like 45 to 50 minutes, maximum, maybe like two and a half to three hours. Um, sometimes podcasts up, but they're really random. I mean, and I, and I do them consistently. I think I did one. I think I did a completed video with Tell Him Steve Dave um, every 19 days in, in 2019. Every 19 days I had a video to hand in finalized and it's a lot of it's a lot of work videos take between i don't know 30 to 40 hours um uh just on the editing end that's not counting the traveling or the filming and i know you're thinking like oh 40 hours over the course of 19 days it's like two and a half weeks or you know whatever so that's not that many hours but like i said that's not calculating in the traveling or the filming, or the staying over in Jersey, and it's also, you know, this, this isn't my main job, I also work, uh, I do my own podcast, I have my band, um, I write for multiple publications, and I do, I have a day job one day a week as well, so anyway, um, and I do live comedy shows, obviously, I've done a ton of them, that's what this is, that's what this podcast is, is a live comedy show, so anyway, um, <clears throat> I, uh, what happened was, this this month <clears throat> excuse me sorry um this month i uh on thanksgiving i left and i went to jersey to film for a few days came back the following weekend i had to go back to jersey filmed until the following tuesday came back and that brings us to like december 11th or 10th i think i'm not sure whatever you know the the tuesday after the tuesday after thanksgiving um and uh december december 10th i think and uh so basically, we had a really short turnaround time on the Tell Him Steve Dave Christmas special. We filmed it that second weekend. I think we filmed it on December 8th. Um, it was a Sunday. And the plan was that it had to be uh, had to be released on December 24th, the, the, you know, the Christmas Eve. So what we try to do is uh, we try to get it to the Tell Him Steve Dave uh, website guy, who I love and is a great guy, who's very helpful. Um and I think that he kind of wants to remain anonymous. Uh, I think that's what I, that's what I think his stance is. So I won't say his name. Um, I want to you want to get it to him about two days before it's up, before it has to be up, because you never know what his work schedule is going to be like, and he has to download it, blah, blah blah, make all the posts and everything. So if we want it to be up on December twenty fourth, that means it has to be you know a hundred percent and uploaded on December twenty second. Um, and uh, I also you know I do these videos. And what happens is I send them over to Walt and Walt reviews them and he tells me some changes to make and uh, I, I he, sent, he sends those back to me and then I make them. And so what has to, so you got to think what has to happen is I have to finish the video, export it. And a lot of times it's a big video, so it takes a long time to export, takes a long time to upload. He gets it. He watches it as his early, at his earliest convenience. So let's say usually within the next 24 hours or so writes his notes out, gives it to me, and then I got to edit some more, you know, hopefully in the next 24 hours again, and then I send it back to him again, and then we can do the upload. So if that final version has to be done by December 22nd, um, then the version I want to get to Walt, I'd say December 19th is when I should get it to him, you know, uh, that way I have a couple days. 
Um, and my plan this time, because it was such a short turnaround time, we filmed it on the eighth, and I got back on Tuesday. We on, the, on Tuesday the tenth, because we also filmed on the ninth. Um, so that gave me, you know, what nine days to do the Tell Him Steve Dave Christmas Special 2019. And when I do the videos, uh, you know, I do the I do the editing of the main shoot. I add in a lot of sound and graphics. I make edits. I pull stuff out. I make sure it's it flows well. I obviously have to take care of uh, making sure everything looks right and matches. Um, and, and with Christmas, like I would do like a, a big intro video to celebrate Christmas, um, an outro. With this, we did like an extra filming thing at the end that has to do with it. It's part of the special, uh, something we've never really filmed before. So over the course of nine days, um, it was a it was a fast turnaround time for this much work, and on top of that, this whole time, uh, I'm promoting for my live podcast this this podcast you're about to listen to, which is going to be live, which is going to be performed live on Sunday, December twenty second, in Rhode Island. So I'm getting ready for that because it's a lot of promotion and uh, you know web design in the first place. Um, we're writing for the show. We're coming up with stuff. There's a couple props. There's like the technical aspect of what we're going to do for the live show because it's a live podcast with five people and microphones and sound effects and music and blah, blah, blah. So I'm doing that too. You know, I have a few articles to write um, in that time period. Plus Christmas is coming up and uh, (laughs) I'm doing the regular podcasts. It's just a lot of shit. And so this is what happened. This is my deal right now. This is why I'm recording this because I do want to do a little intro here. Um, basically what happened was this, we finished the video and, uh, you know, Walt sent me back the regular edits and stuff like that. And, um, they were normal. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, maybe cut this. Uh, can you change the camera angle for this? Can you do this? Little, little tiny things that are very normal. Um, but they, but this was a really tough audio um, recording because we were recording like so many people, like I think a ton of people, and uh, we're using all different types of microphones, and it's all people in close quarters, and different people are sick and coughing, and people move their mics, and it makes sounds. So there was a lot of audio notes to do, and we and our audio guy is in Ireland, Declan. He's a great guy, Declan Quinn. He's uh, been really nice to me and, and, and warm and welcoming. And, and we work together a lot because of this video and audio and great dude. But there was a lot of, um, you know, audio audio things that had to be changed and cleaned up, blah, 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 whatever, normal. Um, but kind of a lot of it. So I was doing all the editing. And basically, instead of finishing on the 19th, I got it done um, on the morning of the 21st. So we wanted to get it over and upload it on the 22nd. So I get it to Walt. He watches it. He sends me the notes back. I do my notes. I'm ready to go. Um, I get the audio uh, from Declan. And uh, this is the, uh, the only reason I'm giving this backstory is because of what happened tonight. Um, so I need to... So tonight is the show. Tonight is the comedy show. Um, I get the audio back uh, from Declan. I start the export on uh, on my computer to to put out this file and the export's going to be like three and a half hours because it's a lot of stuff Uh, a lot of edits a lot of graphics and a lot of cuts and a lot of stuff so i leave for the show i go do the show i'm probably i'm probably at the venue from like 6 15 until maybe quarter of 12 um 
and uh, I come back and I go to upload the the video file to you know to to the server that I use and I've had a problem at my house where all of a sudden the internet has been really weird the past like two weeks where like it'll shut off at night it'll turn off no and then I'll I'll reset the modem I'll reset the router it might come back it comes back for a second it goes back out again and it just like has gotten worse and worse and worse I've already called the company Cox and they're coming out on of course Christmas Eve to help look at it which is not great for me but anyway um, it's gotten worse and worse and worse and I've done everything I can to fix it I, I, you know I'm calling Cox and troubleshooting and to get to the point where they say they have to send someone out so really I'm just dealing with that issue right now so I come home from the show it's like a little after 12 um, I, I go grab you know just some fast food something to eat and I start the upload um, right around right when I get home around quarter after 12 I go to get something to eat come back uploads going fine it gets to like 30% of this big file. It's like an 18 gig file for this video. And the internet just shits out. So I'm like, Oh God damn it. I try to reconnect it. Shits out. Or I try to reconnect it. Shits out. And at this point in time, it's probably like two fifteen, maybe. And I, I've, I've already figured out, I'm like, Oh, if my internet is really shitty tonight and I can't upload the special, which has to be uploaded tonight. It's already, it's already a little bit late, not super late, but we wanted to get it, uh, to our web guy by December 22nd at night. And now it's technically like, you know, it's past midnight on December 22nd. It's, it's technically the 23rd at like two in the morning. So I'm like, it has to be uploaded tonight. It has to be. So I already have been calling my parents who live close by. They live like eight minutes away from me. I've been calling them since around 1215, texting them. They're, they're usually up later. My mom is at least, and they're not answering, not answering. So it gets to be like three o'clock and I'm like, dude, I'm like, this has to be uploaded tonight. I have to go to my parents' house. And so I don't know what to do because like if I if I have a key to their house, but if I start making noise going into their house, they're going to freak out. Uh, so I go to the side door, which goes down to the basement where the computer is. And, uh, you know, I go in and it's like, it's like, it's, it's super dark. It's very late, obviously. And I'm trying to be so quiet. I'm opening the door, walking down the stairs, tiptoeing. I download my, you know, my server software into their computer. I put in all my server info. I brought the file over, obviously. I start the upload. I set up Chrome remote so I can log into their computer and look and watch the upload from here at my house. And uh, then I drive back. Um, and yeah, it's just been, uh, you know, it's been quite a week and a half since we originally filmed this into the journey of uh, getting it done. But I thought it was kind of just, you know, this is kind of a little fun insight into the background of doing this kind of work, doing this like, you know, this independent film and podcast and comedy with all this stuff, all this work, because it's it's kind of funny that I've been writing this show and editing this video and sending these notes back and forth and working on stuff and making changes. And then tonight was literally wait for the audio, you know, wait for the audio file. Uh, export, set the video to export, go to my own show, perform my own show where I'm like doing this, you know, this technical stuff of setting up the microphones and setting up my own zoom recorder to, <laughs> to, to record the show. And, you know, it's, it's then coming home to this issue. So I'm, I, you know, you think I come home and I'm like, Oh, we had a good show. It was well attended. We all had fun. This is such a fun night. Um, 
and then being like, all right, time to get to work on this fucking thing and being like, oh, I got to go to my parents and sneak into their house at three in the morning. And by the way, I am dedicated to this, so I am not going to go to sleep until I know this file is fucking ready and up. Um, so yeah, anyway, thought that was fun. And now I am editing the audio for our Christmas special, which is this, uh, and recording this right now and putting it up for you guys. And I hope you enjoy this. Uh, Chuck and Brad's North Pole podcast party, our 2019 Christmas episode, and I hope you, I hope you enjoy the 2019 Tell Him Steve Dave Christmas special, which comes out tomorrow, December 24th. Um, and uh, you know, I hope you guys have a good Christmas. Obviously, um, but that's a little fun insight into the behind the scenes of like independent creative work. It's a grind, and you never stop. And sometimes it's through the night. And, uh, you know, you just got to do whatever is needed at any point in time, but Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, I love you guys, everyone that listens. Uh, I love the tell them Steve, Dave guys, and I love what we get to do together, which is why I'm down to, to do this kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, thank everybody for, uh, a productive year with a lot of creativity and a lot of great projects that I'm really proud of. Um, and yeah. Merry Christmas, fellas. Here's uh, the Chuck and Brad North Pole Podcast Party. I'm comedian, writer, and filmmaker Chuck Staten from the punk band Senior Discount. And I'm writer and comedian Brad Rohr from the Providence Improv Guild. And this is the Chuck and Brad Podcast. How are you guys doing tonight? Are you guys ready for the weirdest Christmas event you've ever been to? Come on, are you guys ready for the weirdest Christmas event you've ever been to? I am I am barely ready. So <laughs> Me too. My name is Chuck. My name is Brad. And we do a podcast called the Chuck and Brad Podcast. Uh, tonight, we are going to be doing uh, a live games episode of Christmas-based games with two of our favorite comedians from the area. And uh, another comedian that we love, judging the whole thing. You guys are going to help us by clapping and laughing along with us. It's going to be a great night. Are you ready for something very strange? Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the first person I want to introduce tonight to be part of our Christmas games episode is my good buddy. You've seen him. Brian Bowden. No, the short one. Good, Brian. <laughs> We're really packed in up here. It's really fun. How you doing, Brian? How you doing, buddy? I'm I'm wonderful. I'm I'm happy to be here. Yeah, are you excited for this? Yeah. (laughs) Alright, that's great. You betcha. Alright, alright. I got a book. I'm ready. And I'm gonna explain the teams in one second, right after I bring out this next guy. Man. Runner-up for one of my closest friends, <laughs> Ray Harrington. That's your mic, Ray. All right. Yes. Yes. You get yes. turned on, buddy. Oh no. 
Hi. Hi. How are you doing? Good. I'm fantastic. This is a pretty small stage for all of us. Yeah, I'm going to get up in about two seconds when you uh, introduce the next person. <laughs> That's absolutely right. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I got the exit, bro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the judge of the entire night, Liz Monis. contest no one does this no one does a live comedy show Christmas contest and that's gonna change tonight um, we're gonna have a lot of fun Liz is in charge of this whole thing she's the judge and here's what's gonna happen Brad and Brian Bowden are on a team tonight that's correct. versus myself Ooh. and mr. Ray Harrington well, yay for Ray we have a few games and uh, Liz is gonna judge us the whole time can we get the lights to just be like white hey Dave can we get the lights to just be straight white that'd be awesome Thank you, buddy. Can you not say straight white? Straight. <laughs> <laughs> so the stuff we're doing, uh, some of it we wrote ahead of time. Oh, here we go. I like this. By the way, give it up for Dave for putting this on. Yeah. If you, if you want to reach... tell OSHA what's going on right now. <laughs> if you want about workplace safety. If you want to reach up and put a dollar in right now, I'd say go for it. No thanks. No, no, there's three dollars in there. That's really strange. I like that. Thank you for showing me that. At the beginning of our Christmas night. Ladies and gentlemen, straight white. Yeah. <laughs> you can get points for that if you want. <laughs> so that's that's the most applause any of us are gonna get. <laughs> Is my mic working? No. No. <laughs> can somebody open the judge's water, please? Okay. Of course. Of course. All right, here we go. Oh boy, who's that? I you think that was me. It's all right. You're okay, buddy. Thanks. So, yeah, our games are, uh, some of them are going to be scripted. We wrote them ahead of time. Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, we wrote some of these ahead of time. Some of this is going to be improv. Uh, and there's a lot of surprises for everyone. You don't know a bunch of the games. Brian doesn't know a bunch of the games. We have surprises for that team. That team has surprises for us. So the whole thing is going to be a lot of fun. And, um, man, I'm excited to get this going. So, Liz, what makes you qualified to be a judge for this? Tell me. Um, I don't know. I didn't have any other plans than you asked me to. That's <laughs> you all it takes. You know what? And give it up. Liz was choice number six, everybody. That's pretty high. That's pretty good. Yep. Derek Furtado was busy. John Tilson was busy. Rob Green. The Real guy nice. that works at McDonald's near Brad's house. He was Real busy, nice. too. Nice. So I, I also heard that you were the only one that was excited about it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's true. It's like, Great. So, Brian, why did you uh, agree to do tonight's show? Uh, same reason as Liz. Uh, you know, I just had a free night, and I said, I'll go do some Christmas jokes. And, uh, and Ray? Charity. <laughs> oh, I thought that would get a laugh. Wow. So, <laughs> we're off to a great start. So we're, and we're definitely not playing for charity. No, actually, this is L. You know what? I want to bring up the stakes right now because no one knows what the stakes are for All this game. Omaha stakes. Because there are stakes to this game. Tonight, our teams are battling for the title of Kings of Christmas. Now, I knew that you two assholes wouldn't give a shit about that because it's just fun. So we're also battling for all the money that comes into the show tonight. Two people. <laughs> One team. Uh, so I'll, uh, if we win, I will give it to charity. 
Oh, well, you're half, I guess. Yeah, I'm doing great. You can do whatever you want with your half. <laughs> I have, and I'm happy to announce that I am charity. <laughs> I was gonna say, some of us have a dog to take care of, okay? Hey, that's not nice to say about Gina. Oh. No inside jokes on the podcast. People are not gonna know what that means. All right, I'm Gina's sorry. my beautiful girlfriend. She's sitting right over there. Now she's embarrassed about the mean dog comment that you made about her. I, I misjudged. I thought this was a fucking comedy show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so uh, the very first game is going to start right now. Liz, are you ready for this? Yes, I'm ready. Do you know what contest this is? Yeah. This is oh, called... I need my... Can I have my... Yeah, take your dossier. This, this chair is a little inappropriate for me because my legs are not long enough to like keep it where it needs to be. <laughs> yeah. So, you know what I mean? You do look like a, a wandering six-year-old. Yeah. You're just slowly rotating. And I'm like up like higher than everybody. I feel like everyone can see like my fucking muffin top right now. <laughs> not enthused about this, I have to say. Oh, no. It's I think you look wonderful. You do. Thank you, you right. Yeah. You told me my makeup was fucked up before, so whatever. <laughs> you know what? Can I, can I talk to you? Our team loves your makeup. Actually, I want to say this. Thank you, Brad. I was back there waiting to use the bathroom. I'm like, oh, we should be on stage right now. I just got to pee real quick. And I was waiting to use the bathroom. And a girl came up, very polite, nice girl. Woman. And she said, uh, is this, uh, she was two, so. <laughs> so she said, uh, she's like, oh, is that, the, is that the bathroom? And I said, oh yeah, I'm like, I I'm waiting for the bathroom. And I thought that that was appropriate because I was waiting for the bathroom. And Ray is like, Jesus, I'm so sorry for what he just said to you. What was wrong with that? Why can't I wait to the bathroom? There was a vibe. There was a definite vibe. I gave her an eye. I'm not going to lie about that. Yeah. It yeah. was a heavy stink. And why are you bringing this up now? I just, I just don't like you criticizing myself and Liz. I think that you should just be happy that you're here with us and celebrating Christmas. Well, now I'm happy that I'm here. <laughs> First contest. Brad and I love Christmas so much. That's correct. And we're battling for the title of King of Christmas tonight. Uh, Brad and I each made a Christmas crown for the Christmas kings to wear. Okay, what are you making that face for? <laughs> no, just, that's, that's the right face to make, right? <laughs> I'm genuinely excited. <laughs> so Brad and I each made one. That's going to be the first contest. Liz is going to you know, judge our Christmas crowns on a scale of one to five to give us points on how... You know, well, they were made, sure, whatever, whatever fucking reason we want to say. Uh, however they look, however how she likes Christmassy, how, how Christmassy, Christmassy they are, and how full of the spirit of Christmas they are. So, Brad, you want to present your crown first? I'm ready. Here is the crown that I made uh, oh. from a hat I bought at Target. Uh, I cut out some aluminum foil to make it look more Christmassy, and then I put the word king on here. And I know what you're thinking. That's obviously king just for Christmas king. Uh, nope, not the case. It is, uh, it is an acrostic, or whatever those things are called. An acronym. Something. Where are my notes? I need my notes. You need notes for your own explanation of yes, your crown? All right, here we go. The K is for Chris Kringle, the old man of Christmas himself. I is for Jehovah, but the old spelling. You guys remember Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade? He stepped on the J. There wasn't a J. It was an I. It's a good movie. Sean Connery. Uh, N is for Nog, comma, egg. The official drink of Christmas. And G is for goodwill toward all, which is only necessarily 
only necessary like between December 20th and 26th. After that, just go back to being yourselves. So, King of Christmas, wow. K-I-N-G. Well, give it up for Brad. Yeah. I, can't, I don't know if I can compete with that. All right, so... Uh, lost the K already. Wow. Poor Chris Kringle. <laughs> Found it. Thank you. All right, so um, with my Christmas crown, I was like, well, what means the most to me around Christmas? And uh, ever since I was a little kid, my grandmother has put out this uh, ceramic... Uh, like it's like a it's like a Christmas house, and I said you can't celebrate Christmas without that house. So how can I represent it? You know. So this is what I mean. It's really delicate. <laughs> All right, so everyone, be careful. Don't breathe too hard. Okay. <laughs> it's a good looking hat. So I borrowed Nana's Christmas house just for tonight. I'm going to give it back for Christmas. She doesn't know I took it, but I have it here. And I made duct tape. It said Christmas rules, but I thought it'd be cooler if it said Christmas rocks. So I crossed that rules. What's with the Santa hat? Well, I was thinking that that thing is the coolest part of a Santa hat. It's always, it's always hiding in the back of the hat. <laughs> so I thought I'd put it in the front of the hat. Kind of dangles. But this top... Oh boy, I'm really worried about this. <laughs> Does somebody have to wear these eventually? Well, that's a I was hoping you would wear this for the whole night. Oh my. <laughs> you want me to balance on this extremely tall chair with my fucking three inch legs all right, all with right. that giant thing on my head? Hold on, it's, it clangs <laughs> so much. I'm going to put it down for now, but I think the winner does have to wear it, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. If you're the king of Christmas, you should wear the crowns. So. All right, Christmas judge Liz. What do you got? How many points does Brad get for his Christmas crown? I am awarding Brad five points. Wow, I'll take what? it. I'll wow. take all five right. points. That's wonderful. Good job, Brad. Thank you. All right, take a good look. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> take a good take look. A look at the Christmas crown. I am also offering five points. Wow. All right, that's start, fair. You both put a lot of effort into it. I'm duly impressed. Wow. Let's start off on a high note. All right. All right. This I is, appreciate This is that. like a kindergarten costume <laughs> contest. Yeah. You all did such a great job. <laughs> all right. Um, and to get the night started, uh, we didn't give any team names yet. So I thought it'd be fun if part of the intro of the night and what would judge by you uh, are team names for each team. So Brad came up with a name for his team. I did. And I came up with a team for mine, so go ahead, Brad. What, wow, what, a, what a team effort. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is a surprise for you. I knew you wouldn't like my name. Here's the thing, uh, Liz. We know that uh, in addition to being a comedian, you're also a human being with a heart and a soul. And uh, so rather than go for clever and try to be cynical and really, like, you know, fight against the, the power of the Christmas season, we wanted to be cute and adorable. <laughs> now, Brian starts with a B. Brad starts with a B. Christmas is all about jingling things. We are the Jingle Bees. We're adorable. It, it's not a it's not a laughing joke. We're just cute. That's all. I like that. <laughs> all right, and uh, we're in it to win it. <laughs> you want to intimidate our opponents? Yeah. So we're the Yuletide Christmas lunatics. <laughs> Tis the season. <laughs> What do you think, Liz? You got to rate those names uh, one to five points. What do you think? I'm giving Brad and Brian four points. I'll take it. Mm -hmm. There we go. We're going to get them with one extra point. Chuck and Ray are getting 
three points. Yes! Yeah! Yes! Did, did you hear what I said? Yes, I heard. Yuletide Christmas See, lunatics. The cuteness appealed to me. Yes! Okay, so so just so far. just checking in on the score. Chuck yeah. is blowing it for us. <laughs> We're doing pretty good. We're in the game. Yeah. All right. So those games are kind of the intro games. They're just for fun. Um, and these are the real games where Brad and Brian and myself and Ray really put some time into these, and it's going to be uh, a lot of fun going in. So Brad, you want to explain the next game? All right, this game is called Ruin a Christmas Song, in which we have taken a popular Christmas song and uh, changed a, a lyric or the title uh, and uh, ruined the song, not just for tonight, but really for anyone in this room, just for all time. When you hear these songs in the future, you're going to be like, oh. It's going to be mostly puns, right? Yeah, yeah, mostly puns. Not 100% puns. But a lot of puns. But a lot of puns. So do you guys want to go first? Or do you want us to go first? Uh, you know, we're in the lead, so why don't you guys go first? All right. I'm going to level with you guys. We were each supposed to come up with three to five. And, uh, you know, things get busy around the holidays. Yeah. Everyone has a lot of... What? What are you rolling your eyes for? I didn't. I shrugged. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I only got two. Go ahead. I only threw up with two. And I hope you guys like them. You spent all your time breaking into Nana's house to get that. <laughs> yeah. My first one is uh, Cujo the Red-Nosed Reindeer. <laughs> nope. Craig liked it. <laughs> and this next one is, is actually by Brian, and it's Ding Dong Merrily I'm High. Oh, I think that's pretty good. What do you and accurate as fuck. <laughs> Raymond? I did, I did uh, the, all the work, and uh, <clears throat> uh, I'm not a fan of puns, uh, so I tried to uh, avoid puns uh, the entire time. So the first one is uh, Everybody Knows the Little Drummer Boy. Uh, how about the new classic for Christmas? Petty Little Drummer Boy. It fits, and then uh, it's just like, you know, oh, I, oh, oh, no, I have no gifts to bring. Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum. <laughs> and then I have two titles that are exactly the same as we know them. I'm just going to emphasize different words. I love this one. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> Followed up by, do they know it's Christmas? <laughs> and then finally, uh, Tom Petty's great Christmas song, uh, It's Christmas All Over Again. Uh, it should now forever be known as, oops, I Christmased all over again. <laughs> that was great. What do you got? Jingle Bees, what do you guys got? I don't know that mine are as clever, but I also thought of the song Little Drummer Boy and its parum pum 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 uh, refrain. Uh, it's, it's the sound he makes when he orgasms. He's the little cummer boy. <laughs> yep, that was the right response. I don't like that one. It's going to get worse. <laughs> it's going to get so much worse. I do like that, though, because that means, like, uh, the wise men show up, everything's going on in the manger, and then this little kid shows up, and he's got a drum, but he's just, he's just ejaculating everywhere. It's, and he's just going, it's just hay! <laughs> so is that drum your present? No. <laughs> uh, I have, uh, we're all familiar with... Uh, the Christmas song with the line chestnuts roasting on an open fire. 
Sad to say, these are Jeff's nuts roasting on an open fire. Poor Jeff. Poor Jeff. Poor Jeff? What if it was Mr. Jeffrey Epstein? Oh, yeah, you know what? Those deserve to roast on an open... All right. Uh, Jeff's nuts. That's so weird. Hark the feral angels sing. Oh, that's... Uh, feral angels. That goes with my Cujo one. Yeah. They, they can team up, I guess. Uh, this is the worst. I don't want to... I'm going to say it. All right, but I don't want to say it. Uh, Grandma got a train run on her by reindeer. <laughs> that's the worst one I could say. Silly think Grandma. Of. Man, Brad, that's one I thought of that did, I didn't write down. <laughs> I also wrote down White Christmas, but it's only Republicans singing, so you know there's a sinister undertone. Yeah, <laughs> Switch seats. You yes. guys switch seats. <laughs> Brian, what do you got, babe? Uh, well, uh, I, I did, you did two, I did seven, three of which, three of which are cum-related. <laughs> Santa Claus is coming all over the town. Yes, he is. And then, uh, Dominic the Donkey Show. <laughs> oh, come all ye faithful, but it's spelled C-U-N. <laughs> That's the whole title, right? Like yep. right now, it says yes. all of those words. All, that's all of it. Yeah. In parentheses. It's going to be one of those songs. one of those songs where it's two lines on the back of the CD. They'd be like, "Oh, what's that song?" Oh, come all ye faithful, but it's spelled C U M. And then uh, come Rudolph, come instead of run Rudolph, run. Uh, I saw mommy killing Epstein last night by Chelsea Clinton. And then instead of baby, it's cold outside, baby, it's 9-11 outside. <laughs> Ruined forever! Ruined for and never forget that song. <laughs> it's up to your knees out there. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. You took Ruin a Christmas Carol really seriously, huh? I did. I did. This is where I'll peak tonight. <laughs> All right, Liz, you got to judge each team uh, on a scale of one to five points. What do you got? Am I doing teams or am I doing... You're doing the whole team. People? A whole team. Okay. Actually, no, yeah, yeah. you know what? You do individual people. Okay. That's good. Okay, let's see. Yeah. I'm going to start with Ray. Yo. Ray gets five points. Oh, wow. good job, Ray. Oh, okay. Good job, Ray. Jesus. Thank you. Oh, boy. Chuck I don't like this. gets three points. That's fair. Generous, I would say. Brad gets four points. Sorry about the come one. <laughs> and Brian gets five points. Thank you. I am wow. apologetic about the come ones. Uh, <laughs> that was good. Now, one thing Chuck and I built into this uh, was the idea of appealing. Kind of extra oh, yeah. credits uh, so we can kind of appeal for more points. Yes. And I would like to present our team's first appeal right now. Yeah, I wanted to explain it basically. We wanted this to be open to anyone to bring a funny idea and so we said, you know what, if you want to appeal to the judge for extra points, anything you want. And each team can appeal twice during the game. So this is the Jingle Bees' very first appeal of the evening. What do you got? Oh boy. I like this. You won't. <laughs> okay, I can see what it is. Ooh. Is this for me? It is a gingerbread house that reads, We Heart, and then on the other side it says Liz. Oh my goodness. 
leftist blatant pandering on our That part. is the most beautiful gingerbread house I have ever seen in my life. Damn. I don't like that. It's gonna be tough for you guys to beat that appeal. I know. By the way, I'm bad at crafts. <laughs> in case that wasn't clear after the hat, I'm gonna tell you that this was the best I could do. I am an adult. I appreciate your effort, Brad. Thank you, thank you. Uh, I, what, are, what is it? So each each appeal is gonna be judged uh, one to ten points. What do you say, Liz? What do the Jingle Bees get for that appeal? Eight points. We'll take wow. it. Wow! Yeah, that's a Damn. nice appeal. appeal. Eight. They're pulling out a head, Ray. I wanted to bring this money home. Buy some Christmas presents. It's <laughs> only the dog. 22nd. So the next game, uh, this one is kind of, it's, it's a different idea. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take the synopsis of uh, a traditional Christmas movie that everybody knows and loves. And uh, what we're trying to do on each team is present the most misleading synopsis uh, for the movie. And we have the same movies. It's five movies. We're going to go back and forth. We're going to each present a synopsis for an individual movie. And uh, Liz, uh, whichever synopsis is funnier for each movie, you're going to give that person two points. Okay. How do you want to start this, Jingle Bees? Uh, we'll go. Uh, the first movie uh, is It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, a lot of people have seen it. I watch it on Christmas Eve alone and cry every year. It's my life. That's uh, true. And, uh, and so our synopsis for It's a Wonderful Life is well-connected white man commits financial fraud, overdoses on heroin, wakes up on cocaine, then convinces the town to cover up his crimes. <laughs> Heinous. <laughs> That's good. I like that. Want me to read ours? Sure, go ahead. It's a Wonderful Life. Taking place between Back to the Future 2 and Back to the Future 3, Marty McFly, disguised as an angel, visits his father on the eve of his attempted suicide. Alternate timelines are created and immediately abandoned. Nobody tell Doc. Yeah. All right, Liz, what do you think? Two points for Chuck and Ray. Ooh, wow. yeah, I like that. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you outraged? I am. <laughs> I am pissed. <laughs> All right, Christmas Carol, you want Brian to read it? Yeah, Brian can. All right, it. I'll. Here you go. Okay. All right, the next movie is A Christmas Carol. A Christmas Carol. A wealthy man's hallucinations cause him to lose his fortune, and four dead people bother an old man. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Ray, what do we got? A Christmas Carol. A wet dream changes one man's life forever. Four ghosts are super judgy. That's a tough one. I think I, I need a minute. Take your time. Just remember that there's this gingerbread house with your name on it. Yeah, take a bite of that gingerbread house. No, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Um, two points for Chuck and Ray. Yeah. Back in this. I don't remember any wetness in that film. <laughs> All right. Well, he was in the snow. That's the joke. Mm. Mm. All right. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. You want to read it? You can go first. All right. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. In this inspiration for basketball diaries, a teenager with a physical deformity is ostracized. Santa barely stops a school shooting by finding a way to capitalize on the weirdo. Ooh, oh, flat, oh, flat. Flat. As it should! You didn't say Christmas once! Alright. Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. A chemically imbalanced genetic abomination of a reindeer 
is exiled from family and friends, then exploited by his employer slash owner, and forced into unnatural, dangerous weather phenomenon to achieve yearly capitalist goals. That's funny. Wow. Uh, they got an applause. A lot of anarchists yeah. here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> you guys get it. Yeah. All right. Two points for the Jingle Beast. Hooray! Oh, that's fair. That is fair. Uh, that's fair. All right, Ray, you want to read the next one? Sure. A Christmas story. We all know a Christmas story. All right. Now, based on the way the last one went, I'm a little concerned. <laughs> Me too. Me too. A Christmas story. Think about this. A metaphorical tale of the rise of fascism in the 40s. Representing German society, an innocent young boy is governed by a rage-filled father who pushes him to obsessive and increasingly violent fantasies of taking up arms. This film is a stark portrayal of innocence lost to the hounds of war. That's a good yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. That's a, that's a good that's hounds good. pull. The, the, the bumpus is hounds. Yes. Yeah, good job. Wow. All right. What do you got? We have the lamp is the most memorable thing in this movie. <laughs> Young boy lives with verbally abusive father and codependent mother. His desire for a gun to fulfill his fantasies takes over his life. His father's what's that word? <laughs> perversions. His father's perversions are on display for the neighborhood to see. Finally, the boy gets his gun and injures himself. All right, Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Liz? Two points for the Jingle Beast. They are back in this. Whoa, that is an upset. I'm sorry. Do you want to take a second to reconsider? No, Sometimes I'm, the sun I'm shines on a dog's him. ass, Chuck. <laughs> We the dog's ass. <laughs> it is true. Oh yeah, that's right. That time we were. Yes. All right. Final uh, movie. <clears throat> Frosty, the snowman. Here is our synopsis. <laughs> a terminal man spends worrying amount of time with local children, facing his inevitable final moments before the life leaves his coal black eyes. He vows to come back for the children and the children's children. Also, he got a hat. <laughs> Frosty the Snowman A man wearing only a hat Melts to death in front of children That's all we've got By the way, I read the synopsis on Wikipedia After, after we wrote this synopsis And I'm like, oh, this is a messed up cartoon Yeah, yeah like, interesting, yeah, interesting. Really, yeah. It's bizarre It is. Liz, what do you got? I almost feel bad about this Oh my god <laughs> Two points for the Jingle Beats. Wow! Yes. Oh my god, damn it! I'm sorry, they're really good at this part of the game. Yeah, oh, simplicity at its finest. Sorry. I know. What, what, what's the score update, Brad? What do we got? Uh, we have the Jingle Bees at 24 mm. and the Yuletide Christmas, Christmas Lunatics, lunatics. Yep. at 20. Oh, that's so not it's still anyone's it's game. Yeah. It's not so bad. Okay. Yeah. Ray is one of the Yuletide Christmas lunatics. I just want to remind everyone <laughs> that face right there, lunacy. <laughs> Absolute <laughs> lunacy. I will say, uh, at this point in the game, Ray and I would like to bring up our first appeal. Oh! Yes. We have an appeal, Ray. Tell them what it is. All right. We're going to do it here. What did you make out of Gingerbread? 
<laughs> no, you want to do that? Uh, okay, so uh, Frosty the Snowman. It's very interesting that you brought uh, you brought up the, uh, the the actual synopsis on Wikipedia and right. the, descri the description of uh, that. Because when we were looking at Frosty the Snowman, I looked up the lyrics to the song, you know, the poem and all that stuff. Um, it is disturbing, and uh, if you just change uh, the delivery of the same exact lyrics, it is a horrifying ghost story. Uh, and so for our appeal, uh, I would like to read to you the horrible, horrifying story of this terrifying man, Frosty. Uh, and if you'll allow me to do that now, Chuck is going to help me out here as the, uh, the child I tell the ghost story to. <clears throat> I can't believe I let you borrow my propeller beanie for this. Uh, this, is, this is word for word. The Frosty the Snowman song. Here we go. Ready? Yeah. Frosty the Snowman? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was a holly jolly happy soul. <laughs> With a corncob pipe, a button nose, and two eyes made out of coal. Make him stop. Frosty the Snowman, he's a fairy tale, they say. He was made of snow, but the children know how he came to life one day. There must have been some magic in that old silk hat they found. For when they placed it on his head, he began to dance around. Oh, Frosty the Snowman was alive as he could be. <laughs> And the children say he could laugh and play just the same as you and me. Oh, Frosty the Snowman knew the sun was hot that day. So he said, let's run and we'll have some fun now before I melt away. Down to the village with a broomstick in his hand, running here and there and all around the square, saying, Catch me if you can! <laughs> he led them down the streets of town right to a traffic cop. They're safe now. And he only paused a moment when he heard him holler, Stop! <laughs> Oh, Frosty the Snowman had to hurry on his way. But he waved goodbye, saying, Don't you cry. I'll be back again someday. Thumpity. Thump, thump. Thump, Look at Frosty go. Thumpity. Thump, thump. Thumpity. Thump, thump. Over the hills of snow. <laughs> and scene. Oh, that was great. That was excellent. All right, Liz, one to ten points for our appeal. Ten points. Hey! I'm not going to argue. With Theater you. wins again. Oh, no, that was wonderful. That was very intense. Absolutely. <laughs>
Wow, back in the lead. I like oh, that. Yes. You're not, great. but okay. Okay. Well, I think you said 20 to 24. Yeah, and that was, you only got two more points on your, uh, I forgot to add our appeals in. Oh, good. You were just wrong about the math. Yes. Perfect. Yes. That's what I like to hear. Yes, 32 to 30. So this next game uh, is going to require a little bit of crowd participation. Uh, this game is called Pitch a Christmas Special. And here's what's going to happen. Each team is going to be given... Uh, a series could be a movie series or a television series, and they have to come up with a Christmas special set in the world of that series. So what we're going to do is we're going to get a couple of suggestions for a series, movie series, TV series, anything you can think of that would be difficult to set a Christmas special in. So who's got the first one? Any ideas? Yes. The Cosbys. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Okay. I forgot that there'd be the Cosbys. <laughs> Who else has got one? Yes. 24. 24. Okay, that's an interesting one. Ooh, that would be fun. Can they be combined? <laughs> I saw one back there. What do you got? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones, of course. Headline. I thought that would come up. We're probably going to take about, like, what, five or six? We'll take six and we'll count them. I don't know. Right there. Law and order. And all the way in the back? Oh, yeah, the halftime. Perfect. That's my favorite game football show. Oh, was it the show? Did you just throw out the Super Bowl halftime show for a Christmas special? Please tell me that's what she was talking about. Is that what you just Please. did? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I don't write that. that one down. Wait, what is that? Well, no one knows what that Nobody is. Nobody knows what that is. No one knows what that is. <laughs> what a sick bitch! <laughs> I made it up. I just made it up. House of the Rising Sun, Penelope. You never heard of it? Well, that's because I just made it up. Planet of the Grapes. <laughs> Who else? Who else? Right there. 90 Day Fiance. 90 Day Fiance. <laughs> All right, let's do one more. Who else has one? Yes, sir. Hee-haw. Hee-haw. So we had a couple planned, and none of them really no, came no, up. No. Let's do one more for fun. We, we got one. <laughs> Storage Wars. Storage Wars. Storage Wars. Ooh, ooh, cops. <laughs> So, I just made it up. That's my favorite. Name. I just made it up. <laughs> All right, so we got our we got our games, and we're gonna reach uh, into this satchel, and we're gonna pull out a white piece of paper that has one of these series. Oh, thank or God, because I thought we had to remember all that shit. <laughs> no, I saw him write it down. We're gonna we're gonna pull it in. Whatever we pull out is gonna be the the special we have to do for whatever series this is. You wanna do it? All right. All right, go ahead, Rick. So we're going to pitch a, a Christmas, Christmas special uh, that is Law and Order. Law and Order. Law and Order, the Christmas special. Okay. All right, you know what? All right. We'll so do it. Immediately. Oh, no, you guys have to pull, right? No, no, they'll pull afterwards. Oh, otherwise, okay. they can think about it, and that's unfair. Oh, that's not fair. Wow. So immediately, we know if it's Law and Order, it has to open on someone unsuspecting. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna say somebody's uh, somebody's uh, Christmas shopping with a friend, couple of gal pals out getting some presents. Okay. Oh, their hands are all full of bags, some Bloomies bags, some Filey's basement bags. 
<laughs> they went right from Bloomingdale's to finally his basement. They've got the bags, and it's like, well, I'll tell you, I'm not, tell I'm not telling Steve what I got him. And they're walking down the street, and then they yeah. round a corner, and then, <gasps> what do they find? Chuck, and I think you know exactly what it is. Half man, half reindeer. <laughs> no, okay, no, no. That's not right. You didn't think that was the direction. No, it's a body. They have to uh, find a body. body. Yes, that's Wait, what I meant. This body is half man, half okay, reindeer. Okay, yeah. Half man, right, half reindeer. The body of a half man, half reindeer. <laughs> the bags scatter. All right, yard sale on the sidewalk. How about he's just, he's just dressed as a reindeer? That's good. That's more believable, I A think. man dressed as a reindeer. That's right, yes. Okay, fine. Yes. They find a dead man dressed as a reindeer. Yes. The gal pals gasp. <gasps> dun, dun. Right? Now we're into it. Mm -hmm. The mystery is afoot. The police come to investigate. Yes. Oh, shit. There's a, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a crime scene investigator swabbing the reindeer man. He stands up and immediately goes, there's semen all over this. <laughs> hold on, hold on. It, and now it's a Law & Order SVU. All right, I'm going to be one of the... Oh, it's a crossover episode. It's a crossover episode for the holidays. Hold on, I'm on... Uh... Christopher Maloney's there. <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, one of the cops. You're one of the cops. We just did the look at the, look at the body. Oh, you did the look at the bodies? <laughs> Doesn't sound good. <laughs> There's blood all over the tips of their antlers. He was the aggressor. <laughs> now, did you <laughs> did you did you run a DNA test on the uh, on the blood sample along with all that semen they found? Someone's doing that right now. It's gonna be an act two. Now, listen, I'm no uh, I'm no chief of medical examiners, but it's clear to tell this man definitely drowned in semen. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we should have worked backwards. <laughs> I know. I know. What's to, where's this gonna go? Anyway, some real interesting procedural stuff happens. Ice right? tea quips something. There, yeah, Ice tea shows up. He's like, yeah, that's definitely Thiemann. <laughs> hey, Bells, get in here. And then Richard Belzer's there. Bells, they call him Bells because oh, yeah. it's very festive. And uh, and then they check it out. And then they they go and they 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 interrogate three. Uh, uh, suspects. Hold on, ready? One of the girls from the beginning works at a semen bank where they have a big vat of semen that they just, they just, you know, a big scoop. How do, wow. How, Chuck, how do you think a sperm bank works? Do you think, do you think people, do you think people donate sperm to a sperm bank and then they go, thank you so much, and they take the little cup into the back where there's a big yeah. vat? No, they climb the ladder. And they just pour it in and add it to the mix? Yeah, they just, like it's a Willy Wonka like mixing it. vat? I think they might even throw the cups in sometimes if and they're then, being lazy. And then Augustus Gloop falls in. <laughs> You know, that wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> that would, it would be like baby roulette. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm right? thinking. Like you never know what you're going to get, you know? So it'd be like a half-price dipping. You know what, though? They'd end up, they'd cut costs. They'd say, like, we don't need the little cups anymore. We'll just get guys to kneel around. <laughs> and then just boom, parumpa-pum-pum. 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 Oh, the little cover boy. That's yeah, amazing. Yeah, see? All right, so then we go to commercial. <laughs> and then when we come back, uh, the, uh, the, the, the key suspect is on the witness stand because uh, we're just we're, we're running short on time of this Christmas special. And, uh, and in the end, 
Uh, no, no, no. Come on. We're going to go back to the semen vat. <laughs> so the girl that worked at, went to Bloomingdale's, she looks at it. So like there's a big window in the tank, like at an aquarium. <laughs> oh, so it's, a, so it's a dunk tank now? <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know why there'd be a window. No, no. <laughs> Let's go to the trial. Let's go to the trial. <laughs> well, that's what she works. That's what she works. So in the end, it turns out they couldn't find the murder weapon because the murderer had frozen the semen, stabbed the guy, and then it melted. It was like a jizzicle. It was a jizzicle. <laughs> Those are delicious. And so they got away with it, and it turns out it was Santa Claus. Oh, okay. All right. But I thought he's... Yeah. But, but the guy dresses as the reindeer was the aggressor. Remember that part? They were in a sordid sexual affair. Okay. No, wait, what is the... the is, there has to be a Christmas message. Don't... Stab people with cum. <laughs> it's very clear. I already knew that. And then there's a big, there's a great moment right at the end where the lawyers are walking and they're like, man, sometimes I feel like, uh, you know, working these horrible cases, they can kill your, kill your uh, 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 vibes of the holiday season. And then one of the lawyers, he looks at the other lawyers and he's like, hey, don't worry about it. Don't come all over the, the shit. I, man, and then they share a cum yeah, and then, yeah, And then they all laugh, and then they walk away, and then produced by Dick Wolf. And that's the end. It's, it's the end. And you know what? Honestly, in the writer's room, they were like, this isn't about Christmas. How do we make this about right, Christmas? Right. And they all just sang, have yourself a merry little Christmas. And it's such a nice song that by the end, you're like, oh, this is about Christmas. Yeah, it was, it was touching. Yeah, I thought so, too. Yeah. All right, that's our, that's our Christmas special. That's... Liz, do you want to... Uh, let's, let's see what you do. Yeah, well, do you want to... Uh, <laughs> all right, one to ten. What was that worth? Um, I don't know. Can I just... I need to point something out. How many times are you guys going to bring up cum and jizz and semen and... Yeah. Uh, I, at least five or six okay. more times okay. for me. Liz, it was an SVU episode. Like, I... What do you I'm only working I'm within the rules. Right. So, I'm fair, but, I mean, that was the third time you guys have talked about jizz. That's like an episode of Half Sun Showdown without football, right, guys? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm... Well, if we get Cosby, jizz is definitely being brought up. <laughs> and hee-haw. All right, you guys ready? Pick us a winner, Brian. Oh, boy. Mike Leas's case. Let's see. 24. I like that. That's fun. Yeah. The crowd does not like that at all. <laughs> I was rooting for 90 Day Fiance. Oh, yes. Yeah. That would have been good. Would Just be Santa talking directly to camera like, well, she's supposed to get here soon, and I'm a little nervous. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Jack Bauer was jerking off <laughs> on Christmas Eve. <laughs> you guys have to do your whole one with half sentences for each person. <laughs> And then what happened? Um, his, uh, his phone rings. And uh, it's, it's CTU. Oh, boy, I'm really trying to remember 24 at this point. It's CTU. And they said, hey, there is a, a terroristic threat that is going to fly over the city tonight. And Jack Bauer's like, oh, look, I'm just a cop. I can't, I can't police the skies. And they're like, uh, hang on. We need to introduce a new character for no reason. And that's the, uh, the Russian guy who was going to fly over the city in Santa's sleigh because uh -oh. he took Santa Claus hostage and just jizzed all over him <laughs> for no reason at all. Okay. Go ahead, Brad. Uh, 
right. Uh, so it's a jack set. I'm sorry. Jack set. They said to Jack, they go, you got to either destroy Santa's sleigh and save the city or save Santa Claus. And Jack Bauer said, I'm going to do both, motherfucker. <laughs> and, he, and, he, that's, and he set off to the North Pole in a snowmobile. Wow. This through is a, Canada. This is a long hour of television. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, you've got to figure it's 24. The whole, We're doing the whole season. Oh, the whole season. Okay, yeah. it's the whole, the whole season it's is a whole special. season. We got it. So then it's six episodes of him just snowmobiling through the Canadian <laughs> It's a ride. It's a hike. He's just riding. He's just, just riding. Oh, checking his watch. <laughs> Can he ride through our episode of Law and Order? This is like a fun crossover. And at one point, he runs over a guy in a deer costume who was covered in jizz. <laughs> He's like, today's not my day. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jack Bauer's attractive daughter is on a date with uh, me and Brian. <laughs> yeah, both? Yeah, both of us. Okay. Yeah. And, That's how uh, we do it. And I, like, uh, I, I excuse myself to go use the restroom or something, and I come back and they're gone. And you're covered in semen. Well, <laughs> covered is a strong word. Uh, but they're gone, and I'm like, oh no, like, terrorists have kidnapped Brian and, uh, is it Kim? No, was that the one? Uh, Jenny? No. Rebecca. There's Elisha Cuthbert. Stacy. Amber. Amber. <laughs> Amber Bauer. That's her name. Um, yeah, and they're gone. Uh, and then, you know, then you cut back different shots of Jack still riding that snowmobile. Uh, but it turns out that uh, they were just hooking up in the car. It was my car. <laughs> Brian swiped the keys. It must have been a minivan. Yes. <laughs> you guys are in this a lot. <laughs> No. I didn't know we could put ourselves we didn't, we in We weren't it. in the Law and Order episode at all. I know. It's new characters. It's yeah. a new season. It was, it was some of our jizz in the tank. Though. That was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? We do show up in the background as guys that work at the, the bank. Yeah. And, I, and I've got one line, and it's in my IMDb. I had a, a, a speaking credit on this episode, and I just walked by and I go, God, it stinks in here. <laughs> Funnier than cum is stinky cum. <laughs> Write this down! Well, I've got good news for you guys because you're also in our episode of 24. Oh, oh yeah. But you're, uh, you you both work for the Russian. Oh, yeah. So All right. you, I would... you have Russian accents in this. And, uh, you know, talk. as... Putin <laughs> talk. No, yeah. I forgot what they say. Go ahead. God, we are Russia! <laughs> That sounded like a sumo wrestler. Yeah, that's what it was. He was making fun. Hey, of let's do a fun thing where none of us do other accents. <laughs> I just said Guten Tag. I didn't go for an accent. I, well, that was way off. But... I know. I know. Okay. Uh, so you're in the background discussing, I don't know, Russia. Yeah. And, uh... God, it stinks in here. <laughs> Anyway, uh, Jack Bauer, he's, he's going after Santa first, so he saves yeah. Santa from the Russians. From he, the Russians. He, he, so he goes into the North Pole, he saves Santa, beats up Ray and Chuck. Is Ray and Chuck? Yep, yeah, Ray, yeah, they're up there. Ray and Chuck are up there, and Jack Bauer just fucks them up bad. <laughs> like, he's giving them karate chai, and Ray just keeps going, oh, every time he gets hit, he falls back and knocking shit off the walls. And, the, and like, one episode is the fight. 
That's just one after that's an hour fight and Ray's out of breath for most of it. Jesus, Ray, man up. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm plowing his daughter, right? <laughs> so Wait, Jack, Jack Bauer's daughter or my daughter? Because I don't have a daughter. Jack Bauer. Oh, Amber, Bauer. Amber, Amber Bauer. Amber Bauer. Yeah. We're, we're still hanging it out in the car. Uh, Jack Bauer's beating you up. I have to wash dishes to pay the check that Brian and Amber ran out of. Yeah, so it's just me. Got a hairnet on. I really threw him under the bus with that one. Yes. But, you know what? Uh, it's, it's, she and I were not a great match. So as, as, as we finish up, her phone rings and she picks it up and she says, Hey, Dad. And Jack Bauer's like, What are you doing right now? And she said nothing because we were done. <laughs> so, so he's like, I just beat up these two Russian guys and saved Santa Claus, but I got a hell of a ride back to the city. <laughs> so can, can you keep a lookout for Santa's sleigh in the sky? And um, and she held the phone and she looked at me and she goes, It's my dad. He's kind of crazy. He thinks Santa's sleigh is gonna blow up the city. And I'm like, Well, let's go look for it, right? You step out of the step out of the car. I walk out of the restaurant, and uh, and we look up through through a cloud of weed smoke, and uh, and we see Santa's sleigh. We see it. And you're like, how high am I? Yeah, I'm like, wow, that must have been some great pussy, because I can see Santa's sleigh. It's real. Oh my God, is right. <laughs> I think this show's going to get canceled. <laughs> We're on network TV. Uh, in any event, we uh, we somehow uh, team up with Jack Bauer. Uh, we, we uh, I don't know, jump out of a plane. Yes. We beat up some terrorists. Maybe mm -hmm. it's the two of you just in different outfits. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, we land on the, uh, the sleigh, and then mm -hmm. we, we come down. And uh, we land, and we deliver toys to people, and that's when the clock's like going, you know, like set, uh, 57 seconds, 58, 59, and that ends the season. Is that we've saved Christmas? Yeah, uh, whew, we were kind of all over the place. Wow, we really were. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of strong visuals in that story. Yes, <laughs> and you're Seared welcome. In my for that. Yes. Thank you. All right, Liz, what do you say? There's going to be a one to ten points each for each Christmas special. This is a tough one as well. Okay. I'm going to do ten points each. Wow. 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 Thank you. All right. We solved a murder. I know. Ours, ours was... We saved, we saved the world. We saved Christmas. I'm just going to say, ours is a little tighter. Just just yeah. throwing that out there a tiny bit. But you bit. both put a lot of effort into it. It was... And it was... It was impressive. We did a whole fucking season. We gave yeah. you guys cameos. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're, we're tired. Yeah, That's fine. Uh, we only have three games left. And uh, this next one... Woo! This next one... <laughs> I was looking forward to this because Ray and Brian don't know about this one. This oh, next game. Correct. Oh, wonderful. This game, uh, you know, a lot of Christmas stuff is about giving presents, and we thought it'd be nice for each team to give a present to the judge and for her to rate those presents. That's right? wonderful. I'm very excited. So, Brad, do you want us to go first, or do you want to go first? I can go first. All right, go ahead. No what, do you, what do you Jingle Bees get for, for Liz for Christmas? Well, uh, we got Liz a card. And uh, and there's some uh, some uh, attachments, some enclosures. That's wow. what I was looking for. Do I have to open it? I can open it for you. Yeah, you open, open it for it. me. Let's see what it says. You open the water, you might as well open up the fucking card. <laughs> I did write S W A K, sealed with a kiss. Oh, wow. that's beautiful. I never heard that. I appreciate. That. I like that acronym. I'm gonna remember that. Jingle bees. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what'd you get her? All right, 
card. It's a card that reads Merry Christmas. Oh, little yeah. penguin on I it. I like the fat little penguin. You open it's it and cool. it says, catch the holiday spirit and have a merry season. Then there's a handwritten note. Liz, thank you for taking part in our show. I'm sure you will score this gift appropriately because you are wise. <laughs> love, Brad and Brian. But there's more. There's some love coupons here. Oh. Some handmade uh, love coupons. Uh, so, for example, here we go. Good for one hand car wash and detail, courtesy of Brian. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I can bring my car. Brian only lives like five minutes away from me. I, I know. Can, I can bring my car to Brian and he will wash it for me. And detail it. Is this a real thing? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, it's printed it, out. We'll see how many points it gets. <laughs> All right. And Brian, are those, are those transferable? <laughs> no, no, they're not. They're for fucking Liz. Don't we gift our shit. What the fuck? I won't. And Brian, and Brian didn't know about these before you gave them to her? I mean, you know, he's clearly on board. It's a team effort, Chuck. I'm willing to do what it takes. <laughs> Next love coupon. Good for one chaste platonic hug from your pal Brad. Oh, that's All nice. Right. Yeah, see, Brad got See? Good for one Pornhub playlist that Brian curates for you. Wow. No butt stuff. <laughs> wow, Brian's going to have to make a new playlist. <laughs> the next one. Good for one Pornhub playlist that Brian curates for you. Just butt stuff. <laughs> I got the perfect one in mind. <laughs> next up, good for one poetry reading from Brad. I like that. And uh, last one, good for one time when your husband wants to make love, but you don't feel like it, so Brian will come over and make love while, with your husband while you read a book or something. <laughs> I, would, I love Liz's husband. Brian That's the thing. I'm, I'm genuinely excited about yeah. that one. So there you go, some Jingle Bees love coupons. Again, strong visual. Oh, yeah, it is. You think you're going to sleep through that? Us wrestling around the house in oil? <laughs> all right, all right. We got, a, we got a gift, too, that we have prepared for Liz. Can someone reach into this box and grab... There's there's two recorders at the bottom. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, like tape right. recorders? Like tape? No, 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 like music recorders. Music recorders. Remember, we, remember in like when you were in third grade, they taught you how to play the recorder? Remember this? I, remember got, that? You, I got you this recorder. <laughs> <laughs> so here's the thing. Everyone knows uh, Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree, right? You guys know that song? You know? Right? Oh my goodness. Are you guys gonna play it? Oh, hold on, hold on. So, in that song, there's a famous saxophone solo. Right? You might remember it. This is it. Right? We all know this part. So, for our gift, Ray and I are each going to play the saxophone solo from Rockin' Around the Christmas Tree for you guys here tonight. Ray, you're gonna go first. I'll hold your microphone. <laughs> and then I'll go. Ray, 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 Ray. Oh, man, all right. <laughs> all right, you ready, Ray? I'll start the music whenever you're ready. I'm super pumped yeah. this strange recorder in my mouth. Oh, no, I made sure no one touched that. I promise. Oh, no jokes. Well, hey. You ready? <laughs> is, your, is your fingering right?
my idea was, man, I'm going to set up this thing so that Ray has to play the recorder terribly in front of an audience, and I'm going to practice for a month and learn the solo so I can top it and do it perfectly. But like I said, Christmas is a busy time, you guys. So I hope you like the same joke twice. Hold my microphone, Ray. Of it. <laughs> I got a sense of it. I did learn the first two notes. I don't know if you noticed that. I the could first tell. Two, yeah, I could yeah, tell. They were correct. Can I just say, however you feel about that, <laughs> I was a foot away from it. <laughs> and his face did not make me feel comfortable. <laughs> the recorder is so much harder to learn than you think. All right. Let me, just, let me just say it, like six weeks ago when Chuck and I were like, oh, what games can we do? Chuck said, you know what would be funny? <laughs> Is if I made Ray do a, a lousy job on the recorder and then I came in and just killed it. I'm like, oh, that would be funny. And this was the result. So, <laughs> you definitely killed it, Chuck. I like to think that that's a beautiful metaphor for most of the projects you involve me with. <laughs> All right, Liz. Ten, one to ten points for each team. What are you, you going to read? So wait, th th those performances were a gift for me? <laughs> <laughs> is that what that was? Yeah, well, I had no, I had no part of this. You didn't even say that. You were just going to continually leave that out. No, that was two gifts. And you couldn't even learn? You couldn't even do your fucking joke right? No, that was, that was two gifts for you. It was like a presentation. Okay. All right, let's see. What do you think? Ten points for the Jingle Bees. We'll take yes. it. This is so easy. Jingle Bees! I want those fucking coupons. Yeah, I know they're in here for you. I know. I'm going to have right sex with your husband, Liz. It's going to be fucking great. I might not use that one. We'll see. Oh, my God. Wait, that's, so that's so, the only one I want you to use. We'll see how my marriage goes. Hold on a second. So, I hope it takes. There's no expiration date on there. All right, all right, all right. I just want to be clear about this. If Chuck had said we would fuck your husband while playing the recorder, we would have gotten ten points. Yeah, if you were going to also wash my car. All right, I'll fuck her husband. You wash the car. <laughs> That's a demonstration of how much Ray hates work. <laughs> hey, I'll put in the work on my end. I'm more of a performer. <laughs> All right. Points for uh, for the Yuletide Christmas Maniacs. Gift? Lunatics, please. Lunatics, sorry. Nine points. Yeah! <laughs> Jesus Christ. She's easy. I love this. A lot of mercy in the heart of Judge Liz. What? I'm trying to be fair. I think I, that's fair. I like You're right. all of you that's for the fair. most part. That's yeah. fair. So, I think that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. What, what's that, Brian? I uh, I would like to uh, offer an appeal. Yes! Oh. Oh. I have our second oh. appeal. Our second Another appeal. appeal. Uh, so, and, 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 it, and it's great, especially for the next thing that we're about to do. Uh, Liz, I... 
We, we get you this. What uh, is oh, this? There was, there was a fucking bow on it and it fell off. The oh. bow made it look so nice. Um, but hold on. I, should I open it? Yeah. Yes, please open it up. And while you open it up, I'll explain what it is. The other day, Liz got a gift. I guess it was at a party. And it was a great gift. It was a. Uh, it was her... And a, and a, and she got a, one of those sequence pillows, and the picture it was a personalized photo of no, Liz. What? It was a no. personalized photo of Liz on the sequence pillow, and so I took that picture and I printed it, and I and this is that's that's the picture of Liz and her pillow. My fucking husband says I look like Danny DeVito too, and I don't understand. <laughs> Danny DeVito is the actual person on the pillow. I don't know if the people that are more than three feet away can tell there's a difference between Liz and that person. My husband says, yeah, because he's a cute little Italian man, and you're a cute little Italian lady. Look at that I fucking said, yeah, picture. But he's fucking Danny DeVito. Your husband is? No. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to fuck him. <laughs> I do like this gift, though, I have to say. I will say, you and Dan Danny DeVito do bring the same energy to the table. <laughs> it's the glasses. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's part of it. So Damn, there you so, go. So what do you rate that appeal? One to ten. That's a ten. Oh, my oh, God. Yes. Wonderful. We're going to have a talk about your judge right now. <laughs> I had a whole discussion with the lady at the CVS photo booth about this. <laughs> All right, so there are only two games left, um, and you guys have been super, super... Uh, polite tonight and considerate, and I appreciate that. Give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. Thank yeah. you so much. That's great. I appreciate that. We're slowly draining the Christmas spirit. <laughs> so this second to last game is uh, the Bad Gift Appreciation Challenge, okay? So here's what we did. Our team, the Yuletide Christmas Lunatics, got some presents for the Jingle Bees, and the Jingle Bees got some presents for us. And your job, which happens to a lot of us around Christmas... This is an important kind of game, uh, and this is one I did know about. Yes. Because we all get a bad gift right. on Christmas from someone that right. it is important to protect their feelings. Right, right. to pretend so, that you appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. So you have to show that appreciation, and this is a, this is a, a, a test of that ability. That's right. So we're going we're gonna, to uh, exchange presents, and uh, each team... Knowingly getting bad presents is going to have to convince the other team that they actually appreciate the presents. And so you're going to rate them on how believable their appreciation is. Okay. Do you guys want to give us first, or do you want to receive first? Sure. Um, I, I, we, we can give. We can give. Okay. Right. Um, Let's see. What do you guys got? The Jingle Bees. Right, oh, the, uh, wow. You guys get a lot of presents yeah, for us. That one is for Ray. All right. Here's one for Ray. This think... one is for you. Wow. Thank you. And then I also have this, and there's... Uh, Two very similar things in here, and uh, you each get one. Wow. Oh, my God. That's a lot of gifts. Yeah, Great a lot of gifts. gifts. Do you want to start yours? All right, whatever you want. Give them to me. There's a lot of gifts. Wow. These are all beautiful. I thought we were wrapped. doing, like, one thing. I know. Me, too. That's Damn. what I thought. Okay. Wow. All right. Well, Brian so and I do... didn't discuss that. We, so we, we did, did one, one from each team, you know, back yeah, and fine. forth. Okay. Right. That's Great. fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we did a lot more, but... Well, we'll see what happens. No, 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 cool. no, no. I no, I mean like like yeah. one of you will go, one of us will go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah we just right. can't blow loads at the same time. All right, so uh do you want to go first or want me to go first? Whatever you want. You go first. Okay. Open that big one. The big boy? All right. The big boy's opening the big boy. Here we right. go. From Brad to Ray. What is can it? Can you can you hold, yeah, hold your mic. mic? I put a lot of thought into this gift. Oh uh, boy, it's got duct tape on it. You know it's good. Yeah. I'm excited. Mm -hmm. All right, here we go. Yep. 
boy. A lot of tape. Yeah. It is. <laughs> it's, it's a, I, oh, I thought it was an apnea mask. I really did. Oh, it's a, it's you can a use Looney that. Tunes uh, flexious uh, lamp. It's a lamp that uh, bends a lot. It's a bendy lamp. It's a Looney Tunes Bugs Bunny bendy lamp. And it's, oh. it says sold as is. Sold as is from the Salvation Army. That's so. Th hey, thank you so much. Did, did you get me this? I did. I uh, thank you. I, 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 you know, I think of you as kind of the Bugs Bunny of the group. Oh, I really do appreciate that. No, I love Bugs Bunny. I, I do. I love Bugs Bunny. That's so great. I went to Six Flags when I was a kid. It's he loves so, Six Flags. So great. And uh, you know what I like about this? That you can bend it and kind of you don't have to worry about having like a like a bedside table or something. You can kind of wrap it around. Don't the you have three lamps in your bedroom? I do. One is Taz. One's Tweety. One's Sylvester. <laughs> and this is perfect because this makes the the the, the foursome perfect. This is fantastic. I really wow. do appreciate it. You like to this. read in bed at night, don't you? I'd love to read. Uh, I, I read a lot of books, and then I also, uh, sometimes I just look at uh, uh, animation cells from old Looney Tunes. <laughs> wow. And this right. is actually perfect That's for the thing. Wow. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. That worked that, out really I, good. I really appreciate it. I almost, I just want to look more at this, yeah. but I guess I'm going to I'm gonna open something else. Yeah, go for so, it. So, okay. can you hold that? Yeah, I'll hold your mic. Go ahead. All right. All right. So Wait, from Brian. I don't know to how that gets topped because that's perfect. Oh. I love it so much. Thank you very much. And I was just saying, it's like too dark in yeah. my room. You called so me last night. night. I did. I called you. I couldn't even see the phone. Well. It's so great. And then, oh, look at this! Oh my God! It's a broken hand slate for movies. That's right. I love it. Because it's a little clacker, but the clacker's the ray. That's so perfect. Because you make movies and you yes. have the pilot. Yeah, well, I made that one movie. You yeah. made that one movie? Yeah. But I figured you can use that on your next project. No, and that's perfect because the next one is actually a silent film. Uh-huh. And I don't want it to make any noise Good. when I clack. They can show it on that's the fucking so screens here during the shows. That's amazing. Oh, that's so wow. great. Hollywood production. Wow. Director, Someday. camera. That is amazing. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I really do. And you know what? It shows that you pay attention to what my interests are, and I really right. appreciate wow. that. Thank you so much. That's, That's great. Well, great. Should I open well, mine now? Let's wow. do it. Let's see. Ready? Yeah, Ready? yeah. Let's see what you got. All right. Wow. From, uh, just, from, from Brad to Chuck. Let's see what you got me. <clears throat> this is well wrapped. You notice yeah, that? Yeah, that's very good. I like that. Shows a lot of... Oh, oh boy. that's okay. nice. Yes. So this is from uh, it's a T-shirt oh. from Brad's defunct improv group. Oh. Is it four improv groups ago? Uh, <laughs> like six improv groups ago. Wow. It looks like there's some writing on the front there. Four score oh. and yes. And Signed by Brad. And you know what? Wow. I've had a lot of fun. With, uh, it looks nice. like there's some writing on the back as well. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> oh. oh. Brad sort of turned it into a jersey for me. That's sort. great. With uh, my last name spelled wrong and a uh, double zero. No, wait. Oh, 69. 69. <laughs> that's one. that's, that's the best one. number. It I is. Think, yeah. I knew you'd be proud to wear it. I think that that's... No one's ever used 69 to be funny before, so I think that that's a pretty good step for comedy. Um, and, uh, you know, I had a lot of fun times with some of the members of Sky Punch. And tumultuous times, but a lot of fun times, including you. Wow. Including Very you. nice. That's great. Wow, that's thank really you, Brad. Nice. I'll, uh, I needed a gray shirt too because I have a gray button down. It needs to match it. All right, from uh, from from Brian yep. to Chuck. Let's see what yep. he got me. All right, this is a flat thing. I don't know what it is yet. This is a 50/50 cotton poly blend, so that's oh. very nice. That's very nice. 
This is a commemorative. Okay, ready? It's a commemorative. Okay, all right. It's a collector's map uh, for commemorative quarters of all 50 states, right? Uh, with the zero of the quarters. That's so great. This is this is like a you know if I do a quarter a week for the next year by next Christmas. Well, you gotta get all the states. I know you like quarters. Exactly. So much. It's like a second gift if I, I fill them all. Wow, this is like a little project. You know what? That's the gift that keeps on giving. As you collect, you'll see it grow. That's yes. Really nice. Yeah, that's I, great. I remember one time you bought something with cash and they gave you change back. And you go, okay. oh, good quarters. And I'm like, oh, perfect idea for yeah. a gift. You know what? I had nowhere to put them. Yeah. Nowhere to put them. And now you do. You just put this in your back pocket and take it into the stores. I love responsibility, so this is going to be really (laughs) fun to fill up. Please fill it. I like that you can fold it because it keeps the quarters safe. It keeps keeps it protected. Thank you so much, Brian. You're welcome. That is going to be fun. You guys are amazing. And and, and you each get a a thing that I got. Yeah, final thing. Okay. Final thing from Brian to both No? All right. Okay. All right. Slowly opening, careful. Yeah. Okay. All right. And oh, they so did this, the idea that I had. This is oh, a statue. That's of, uh, beautiful. This is one of the wise men from and a manger scene. This is one of the wise men as well. That's beautiful. So that's that means so nice. that we have a few more characters to collect. Yeah. And we just finished collecting the 1996 Ninja Turtles figures. This is perfect. So this is like a new direction for us. And you got. And this is my favorite one. This is my. This is the best this wise is, uh, man. This is Jimmy. He That's wrote the My, mine too. This is, this is uh, the frankincense guy. That's awesome. Yes, I got murdered. I love it. Wow, thank you so much. This is thank great. You. I do. I want to You're represent thank the you. original Christmas story. Look at that. And now we're like buddies. Oh, we're see. Like buddies. This is great. <laughs> Team Yuletide Christmas Lunatics. What you said, yeah. All right, so we have some gifts for you guys. Oh, all right. Oh, if someone wants to hand me this little box up here, to. I'll, thank uh, you. Thank you, I'll be able to distribute... <clears throat> So, we have a few things. This is uh, your, uh, I think this is for Brian? Uh, that, yeah, that's for Brian. This is for Brian from Ray. Ray. This is uh, for Brad from Ray. Thank you. This is from me to Brad, and this is uh, to Brian. All right. Here we go. You want me to go? Hey, you can go first. All right. I'll go ahead and open your gifts. My gift from Chuck to me. I'll Expertly. hold your microphone? Or? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, hold the microphone. This is going to be, this is a touching one. Great wrapping job. Really well done. Thank you. And we put a lot of thought into our gifts because we love our friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> Nothing. It's, uh, it's an album uh, here. Myron Cohen at the Royal Box Americana of New York. Everybody gotta be someplace. <laughs> so what do you think about How it? true. This works so well. All right, here's the thing. I want to know more uh, jokes about husbands and wives and lovers, and that's his right. first bit. Also, I'm like, oh, I need more elephant stories in my life. His next bit after that, two elephant stories. So, really, so like, you told me you love Myron Cohen. Yeah. You yeah. love. You told me you love him. Yes. But I found out recently that he's a convicted pedophile. No, no, no. This no, no, he is. He is. No, so I, how do you justify that? I separate the art from the artist. Oh, that's interesting. Can, can you, uh, you separate the art from the artist. Can you take out the inside? Yeah, I'd love to. Because <laughs> you, since Brad separates the art from the artist, I don't know if he's going to like the inside. You know? Go ahead, Brad. What does it say? <laughs> to Brad, me and you are exactly the same. <laughs> Myron Cohen. So wait wow. a minute. Wait a minute. If you separate, you must not like the gift then. 
No, I love the gift, but this means a lot. But you don't like Byron Cohen. No, no, it's the art of the signature. You do. It is. You can hang that up anywhere. Okay. <laughs> All right. I don't know. It just seems like you might not like it if you don't like that guy in personal signature. He looks like Buddy Cianci. He does a little bit. All right. I don't know a lot about Rhode Island, but I know that people love Buddy Cianci. All right, right. go ahead. Next gift uh, to me from Ray. From Ray to from Brad. To, uh, from Ray to Brad. What do you got? You're gonna love this. No way. No. <laughs> it's Seventeen magazine from August two thousand one. And I got that for you because that was the last month of innocence in America. <laughs> August 2001. And... <laughs> and, Brad, I think you know the little inside joke of why I got you the Seventeen magazine. Uh, Tell everybody what it is. Well, here's the thing. I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. That's not a joke. Uh... And uh, she's on the cover here. In fact, uh, let me let me be honest with you all. I was a weirdo in college. I had a lot of cutout clothes. Yeah, it, it ended after that. Uh, but everyone was like, "Ah, oh, Brad watches Buffy all the time." So they just give me pictures of Buffy that they cut out of magazines, and I would just put them up on my closet door. So, uh, you know, if you want if you want me to start doing that again, happy to start with August two thousand one seventeen. Sarah Michelle Geller. I love gift. Buffy. Absolutely. Wow. No, I meant specifically about August. 2001, not the set, not the Sarah Michelle Gellar. The inside joke that you and I have personally. I mean, because it, it's a personal. Did you forget it? Is it unimportant to you? No, an inside joke needs to stay inside, Ray. That's I'm not gonna okay. put our put us put our relationship right. on front street. Did I get like you that. the wrong thing? I no, this is great. All right, I'm, all right. I'm super, right. super, super excited about okay. this. Okay, all right, Brian. Right, well, which one do you want me to open first? Uh, you, know you know what? Why don't you open mine first? Which the, one? The lay flat, the lay down one. The the box. The box. <laughs> <laughs> the lay down one. The lay down. The one that lays down. Hello, I'd like to order a pizza. Please bring it in a lay down. So this is a. <laughs> no stand up, please. Cheese falls right off. <laughs> All right. And uh, this is uh, from Chuck to to Brian. This is oh from Gone with the Wind. It's Clark Gable and my and my favorite character Mammy. And this is the scene that I like when he shares a drink with Mammy. And she's immortalized on a plate. And it's on a plate which will be hung up in my house. Yes, really. My and mother owns that plate. It, it's a great plate because <laughs> everybody should own this plate. I absolutely love it. Are you sure you um, like it because it comes off as a little racist? <laughs> Um, no, I think, well, the part that comes off a little racist is, is when Manny... on the plate? Well, <laughs> she played a slave on the plate, but do you remember when she said, get these white honkies off my porch? <laughs> that was the most racist thing in the movie, I think, and I cannot wait to display this for all of to, uh, all to see that come over my house. Okay, all right, well, it's also practical. It's practical. I, I'm going to eat my Wendy's on this tonight. <laughs> And I'm gonna I'm gonna put the I'm gonna put the ketchup right on Clark Gable's face. Can you do me a favor? When you go to the Wendy's drive-through, can you hand them the plate and say just put it on this? Oh, I'm not gonna give them the plate. They're gonna wanna keep it. All right. Nobody's nobody gets this plate but me. All right, all right. Oh, you're, you're, I hope you like it, buddy. I I don't like it. 
I love it. Well, I feel like he's being 100% genuine. And you know I am. I, this is going up. You're going to come over to my place and see this. I appreciate that. <laughs> All right, one last gift for Brian from uh, Ray. Okay. I hope everyone in the audience is learning some skills. Yeah. Like, really, yeah. just, you know, if somebody gets you That's a why they're so this is, uh, <laughs> Yeah, they're taking notes. And Ray got me a... Um, <laughs> A, a lady. Oh boy. Hold on. The, uh, it's a it's a boy. It's a boy. Congratulations. It's Ray a got boy. me a boy. And uh, I feel like Brad, the guy on Brad's gift, would really enjoy this, but it's all mine. <laughs> yeah, Myron Cohen. Oh would be no. Myron, Myron Cohen would enjoy. What is it? Oh, is this Brian? It was a riding horse, oh, and you broke shit. it. I did not break the riding horse. You definitely horse. did. Uh, was it like this? It yeah. was when it was in the Unbelievable. Back, I think you guys might have been a little rough on the drive over. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, we're so sorry. I, I didn't and know you so now it's just, you know, I like just? I like him dragging the horse's head. <laughs> it's a symbol. And Brian, uh, you know uh -huh. that all of this was kind of a fun goof. Yep. But you know why. My gift to you and my gift to Brad uh, go together. So uh, explain that to everybody. How your gift to me and goes, your gift goes with a 17 magazine. Brian, you know why a cowboy doll and a 17 magazine from 2001 uh, go together. Well, everybody knows that Sarah Michelle Geller used to be a boy. And that was before everything went down. Um, and she was actually the model for this particular doll. I don't know if you guys knew that. She had to stand very still like while they did, while they crafted the, the doll. And that was, hard to, that was hard to track down. I'm sure it was. These are very rare. I hope you don't already have one. No. Okay. No, not like this. Not like this. All right, uh, you know what? August 2001, I was not going through a, a great place in my life and uh, I called Ray and uh, just laid it all out and I was like I, I don't know how I can go on and Ray said to me look if Sarah Michelle Geller can go from cowboy to vampire slayer you can make it through tomorrow I didn't want to say it but really it's it's a testament to Ray really being there wow. for me yeah. so. I'm gonna let that horse head hang <laughs> That's a lot of wisdom in a 17-year-old boy in 2001, right, Ray? Yeah. That's yeah. how old you were, right? Yeah. <laughs> and isn't that true? 18 years ago? Sure. Okay. All right, Liz, what do you say? Bad gift appreciation. Who was right. more convincing? So each team will be awarded 5 to 15 points on how convincing they Ooh, were. Ooh, that's a lot of points. I am awarding 15 points. To the Jingle Bees. Yes. Is that Excellent. the highest we can get? Yes, it is. Beautiful. They were very convincing, and, and Brian was 100% genuine with both of those gifts, I'm pretty sure. 50% of those gifts. <laughs> okay. Yuletide Christmas Maniacs? Lunatics. <laughs> Ten points. Oh, my wow. God. <clears throat> All right. Oh, wow, the crowd is not with you, Liz. I'm just going to say... Upset. And you're, that brings us... Liz, you're here to judge, not pander. I, I know. Yeah, that's Brad's job. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. All right, so that brings us to our final game. 
And uh, I'm really excited for this uh, because we got a special guest to be here tonight. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the final event tonight is the roast of Tiny Tim. And uh, all the way from 1840s London, here is Tiny Tim. So, this final event, I like that we're like, Abe, we need you to, to be something for a show. He's like, okay. <laughs> Should have asked. Everyone knows what a roast is, right? <laughs> it's when you tell the meanest... It's when you make a chicken. <laughs> it's when you tell the meanest jokes you possibly can about somebody. So we thought we'd get Tiny Tim, because he, you know, he's up for a ribbon. I don't know. A ribbon? No, people <laughs> wear ribbons for him. And uh, each team is going to present three jokes about Tiny Tim and the roast of Tiny Tim. Three, three total jokes? I thought it was each person. Each person. Each person. Oh, yeah. Sorry, each, each person. person. And uh, you're going to give us 10 to 20 points to each person on how good the jokes are. So who wants to go first in the roast I, of Tiny I Tim? Would, I would love to go first. Um, I, uh, I've done a roast before, and I felt terrible afterwards, and I was like, I'm never going to do a roast again. That's here we are. It. And here we are. Rip him up, Brad. I, I'll say this, though. Tiny Tim totally deserves being roasted. <laughs> Tiny Tim! You rickets-having motherfucker! <laughs> Tiny Tim is so poor, he has to get a coupon just so he can pay attention. <laughs> Pre-transformation Scrooge was right. Tiny Tim should die and decrease the surplus population. <laughs> Not because he's poor, just so none of us will have to look at his stupid weasel face anymore. <laughs> that one's about Abe. <laughs> Hey, Tiny Tim, you've got an old man paying your bills these days. Hmm, wonder why that is. Rumor has it Scrooge calls you Tiny Tim not because of your diminutive stature, but because of your young, tight anus. <laughs> he said it's like sticking his old shriveled prick in a Chinese finger trap. I'm done roasting forever. <laughs> wow. Jesus, Brad, that was a little bit dirty. I didn't expect that. Neither was I. Oh, uh, the microphone? Yeah. Battery. Battery time. So, we're going to go, uh, let's go team by team. Sure. Do you want to go first? Would you like me to go first, buddy? Either way. Uh, I'll go first. Go ahead. Here are my jokes, my roast jokes for Tiny Tim. Who, again, deserves it. Right. <laughs> Tiny Tim, you noodle-legged, black-lunged, doomed, ugly child. Don't breathe on me. Tiny Tim coughs a lot, limps, and never stops saying he's freezing. Pick a disease, drama queen. You know what would be a Christmas miracle? If for once this piece of shit died in act one. All right, that's one joke. My favorite thing about Tiny Tim is that he believes that his family actually wants him to stay alive. He's dumb enough to think that his poverty-ridden parents are happy to have another temporary mouth to feed. When the truth is that every time he goes to bed, the family Cratchit prays for a terminal coughing fit they pretend not to hear. What's the only good thing about Tiny Tim? If you buy him a pair of shoes, it turns into three gifts. One is the first shoe. When that wears out, you've got the other. And the third gift is the shoe box. 
Perfectly good coffin for Benjamin Unbuttoned over here. Wait, just thought of another good thing about him. You only need one pallbearer. Those are my jokes. Tim is usually smaller. So pretend, pretend he's smaller. Pretend he's a child getting thrown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the smallest guy I can find. Oh, that's cool. All right, Brian. All right. Uh, I, I feel bad roasting Tiny Tim because he can't stand up for himself. Uh, you know, Tiny Tim, look at him, he wears his, his pants, his little coat, and he wears a handicap. <laughs> Tiny Tim is so crippled and poor, he's special needy. Tiny Tim's favorite game is Marco Polio. <laughs> I think Ray is going to bring it home. What do you got for Tiny Tim, Ray? <clears throat> a shoe. No, I didn't sneeze. That's just what Tiny Tim asked for for Christmas. A shoe. One lone shoe for the foot he has. But don't feel bad. People don't mention this, but Tiny Tim is actually 32 years old, living with his parents and refusing to get a job. He has a crutch. Not for any disease or malady, but because he slipped on his own cum Thanksgiving night. <laughs> Again and, with the cum. Yeah, and twisted his ankle. It's a temporary injury, Tim. The ghosts were going to visit Tim that night, but they were turned off by his constant masturbating. I think it's horrible that Tim is pretty womaning his sugar daddy Scrooge just because Mrs. Cratchit's uterus crapped out six months into a nine-month pregnancy. <laughs> this half-baked bastard is draining the system, his family, and his unwashed Victorian era penis dry. Just everybody at the table uh, for Christmas. Just like, oh, what's that smell? What's that smell? And then Tiny Tim, it's me crippled dick, sir! <laughs> oh, boy, Liz. <laughs> I know, this is going to be really tough. All right, you have to take each person and give them 10 to 20 points based on their roast jokes. Okay, I'm going to start with... Start with Brad, because he started. Okay, I'll start with Brad. <laughs> 20 points for Brad. Beautiful. Fuck. Are you fucking Brad? <laughs> I know. She wishes. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring this up, but wasn't there like a rumor going around that Brad wanted to titty fuck me? Yes. Thank you. It wasn't a rumor. It was just a truth. Uh, a truth told by me. Right. That, that could have been one of the coupons, Brad. <laughs> a free Brad titty fuck. <laughs> Me went for a chaste platonic hug. Yeah, how silly! You could have got anal out of this. Well, Liz, if that pillow of yours goes missing, we know who has it. The Danny DeVito pillow. It's a callback, you sons of bitches. I liked it. Jesus Christ, I'm spinning oh, gold here. All right, all right. Chuck was next, right? Yeah, I was next. Twenty points for Chuck. Wow, oh, very right, nice. that's fair. Very that's, nice. a, that's fair. All right, Brian. Points for Brian. Ooh. Ooh. That's brutal. Oh my yeah. goodness. Wow. Someone did yeah. Like that. Yeah, I agree with the lady that threw out the fake TV show. <laughs> but that's absolute horseshit. That's because I made it up. I still love that. 
Yeah, all right, Ryan. I mean, Ray. Sorry, I called you Ryan. That's okay. Okay, Ryan. I'm gonna do 15 points for Ray. Wow. Now I have one more thing to say before we close this night. Yeah. What's that? Appeal. Yeah. Whoa. Hold on, Tiny ah. Tim. Tiny Tim, Tim, get Tim, Tim you middle. get your ass back over there. Oh, God. Our appeal is 10 one-liners for Tiny Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep this going. It's like a rapid-fire roast. We're going to go yeah. back right. to back. All right, here we go. Are you ready? Yeah. The Cratchits are so poor they could only afford half a kid. <laughs> Seeing Tiny Tim reminds me of my childhood, but only because I used to put my ugliest G.I. Joes in the blender. <laughs> Tim! <laughs> You're so sickly. When I first met you, I thought I had the sixth sense. <laughs> Timmy, you're so fucked up, you look like shit in 1840s London. <laughs> Mission Tim Possible. No, no. Temporarily out of order. Pinocchio was more of a real boy. <laughs> Timothy, you're such a sickly little fuck. I saw a kid with the plague, and next to you, he looked like he belonged in a Wheaties box. <laughs> Looking at whiny Tim over here. <laughs> There's one thing I know for certain, that Bob and his wife are brother and sister. <laughs> Tim. 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 You living cocktail shrimp. I just want to break off your bottom half and throw it in a dumpster amongst the garbage where it belongs. <laughs> All this talk about Tim Boy's fucked up leg and we're not even going to mention his insanely small dick? <laughs> hey, uneven hawking. <laughs> Crippled dogs have a hard time finding a loving home, and they have three good legs. I only have one question for you, Tim. What's your fucking plan here, Timbo? That's, that's the last that's our appeal. I like that that's one. That's it. That's a good appeal. That was very fucking good. <laughs> ten points. Ooh, all, all ten points. Ten points. So we have not added up the score in a little bit. Brad is taking the score. Brad, what is... The final score right. for Chuck and Brad's North Pole podcast party. So the team of the Yuletide Christmas Lunatics. Oh, that means we lost. Oh boy. Scored 104 points. Yeah. The team of the Jingle Bees scored 107 points. Very good. Oh my God. Kings wow. of Christmas, Brad and All right. Brian. So here's the, here's the, hold on, actually, yeah, let's put the Christmas crowns on. That's for Brian. Here's a Christmas crown for Brian. Yeah. All right, hold on. Hold on. Stand up. I'm pretty proud of myself right here. All right. Thank you. Very delicate. Be careful. Thank you. That's an heirloom. Good. I'm good. I can't wait to hear the song you guys it's sing falling. to the champions. It's falling. Sing it. Oh boy. This is right in my And officially right all the money from the show tonight, I guess. Thank you. You can tell because it's got dollar signs on it. That's official. We're buying Wendy's tonight. <laughs> this is really wobbly. <laughs> it is very clingly. It's clangy. It's so it's fucking clangy. clangy. Well guys, thank you so much for coming out to Chuck and Brad's North Ball Podcast Party. Did you guys have a good time? I'm glad. Thank you guys very much. Give it up for Brian Bowden, Brad Rohr, the lovely Liz Moniz, Ray Harrington. And I'm Chuck Stade. Thank you very much. You guys have a good night.
hear those sleigh bells jingling, ring, ting, tingling too. Come on, it's lovely weather, for stay right together with you. Outside the snow is falling, my friends are calling you. Come on, it's lovely weather, for stay right together with you. Before Christmas, and all through the house, not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. When out on the lawn there arose such a clatter, I sprang from my bed to see what was the matter, and what to my wondering I should appear but a miniature sleigh and eight tiny reindeer.
I don't want a lot for Christmas There is just one thing I need I don't care about the presents Underneath the Christmas tree I just want you for my own More than you could ever know Make my wish come true, yeah All I want for Christmas Ooh.